Horror. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom-Com Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us again, Rick and Julia from Mad Max Minute. Welcome. Well, thank you for having us back. Yeah, we're so glad to get to watch this movie with you guys. Well, today we are taking a bite out of Minute 80, which begins with Diane revealing to David that she always knew about uh, his feelings for Liz. And ends with uh, Diane agreeing that uh, David is kind of a twat. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, you know, of, of, of course not counting her acting lessons. There's an argument to be made that this is Diane's finest hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the pain <laughs> that Lucy Davis is able to convey through really not a lot of lines Mm-hmm. Uh, is impressive, and you really, you really feel for her, and you, you get a sense of the, t- just the, God, the time lost, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, trying to make something work that is just fundamentally, you know, built on, I don't know, stuff that a, a relationship really shouldn't be built on, you know, right, built on settling. That sounds a lot like Liz and Sean's relationship. Sure. It's, it's a waste of time. It's not going anywhere. Well, but the but I guess the difference there is like it probably started in a healthy place. Um whereas Diane and David uh less so. <laughs> um you know, getting getting knocked back by one girl and then having her friend be like, "Well, uh, you know, I've always liked you." And then dating her. I mean, that's not that's not great. That's not a great place to start. Oh man, it's heartbreaking. This Diane thing is really heartbreaking because she just she deserves better than this asshole. Oh yeah, it's actually a relief uh, that he gets killed next week because it means that uh, you know that uh, Die is single and uh, can ready to mingle. Yeah, can, <laughs> can date someone who's better than David. And you know the people that are left are like the cream of the crop. Yeah, that's true. They they survived a zombie apocalypse. That's an interesting concept. Like the uh, the zombie apocalypse is a culling of sorts. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the people who aren't with it enough to protect themselves and to save themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh. right. Well, crap, that makes me wonder if I would survive. <laughs> <laughs> Some, well, hey, sure. somehow Sean did. So, you know. Now, Scott and Nick, have each of you had the the talk with your significant others? What which talk? What what, what could that mean? <laughs> the talk <laughs> is of the talk that I'm referring to is of course, what would you do if we found ourselves in a zombie apocalypse and one of us was bitten? And this is a talk that Julie and I are <laughs> decidedly opposed on. We oh. have not been able to come to a consensus. 
I don't know. I suspect that if we sat down and had that talk again, it might be different. It's been a little while. Yeah. I've, you know, I've grown older and more mature and, you know, maybe more able to shoot you in the head. Yeah. Julia's argument when we first had our talk was that were I bitten in a zombie apocalypse, that she would not shoot me in the head and put me out of my misery. She would allow me to bite her and that we would go on together as zombies to exist in the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Oh, interesting. See, I I think this movie can be divided into two camps of people. And and maybe they're not the same size, but I've noticed that there are people who either find the last shot of this movie, which is, you know, zombie Ed playing video games with Sean, to be really heartwarming or really sad. Because it's like keeping a the husk of your friend in a shed, just pretending that things are still the same. <laughs> and and yeah, so I guess there is an argument to be made for both of you taking this leap into new a new form of existence together. Yeah. See, I'm I w- I've always been decidedly against that plan. So I'm firmly in the the ending of this movie is sad camp. The fact that Sean is just clinging to, like you said, a husk, a memory, a thing that is not his friend that just is in the vague shape of his friend so i've always been staunchly in the camp of if julia is bitten by the zombie i do not want her to have to exist as a zombie so i will put her out of her misery Mm -hmm. you'd shoot me in the head yes destroy the brain or remove the head those are the rules all right well well blessedly i'm single but i don't know how comfortable scott would be with having this conversation without uh without the other party present yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I say, anyone I, listening to this, if you are in a committed relationship, you need to sit down and have that talk. <laughs> it's one of those things like, you know, moving in together or getting a pet or going in on as a cosigner on a car loan. Like, it's a talk that you need to have at some stage in a relationship. Well, here's, sure. here's, here's my argument against uh, needing to have the talk. If one of you is a zombie, does it matter? I feel that when you're in a relationship with someone, you have a bit of responsibility to that person. Like, if you're dating someone and they are bitten by a zombie, are you not bound by the terms of your relationship to either put them out of their misery or put sequences in effect that would cause that to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Here, here's a conversation we can have on the show. Scott, you, you and I have been friends for a long time. I, I, I often refer to you as my work husband. Um, <laughs> what, let's just say the unthinkable happened and and one of us were to get bitten by a zombie. Like, what what, what, what would your move be? Uh, probably, I'd probably pull a Philip and, and lock you in a room or a car. Oh, <laughs> just walk away from it? And just walk away, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I really, I really think, I think, I, I think... I think I'd agree. I, I, I think I would put you out of your misery. Oh, you know, all right. I don't I don't necessarily believe that, you know, I think I think like most people, my opinion on the afterlife kind of fluctuates every day. But I think that we're supposed to die. So I'd like for you to I'd like for you to get on with whatever that next step is supposed to be <laughs> it, 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 instead of being a zombie. Sure. Fair enough. All right. Because well, you just gotta wander, over. You, and then you're living like I remember watching like nature documentaries, and it would just be like, "Now the bear is eaten, and now it's time to sleep." And when he wakes up, it will be time to eat again. And just thinking like, "God, 
so so lucky to be human. <laughs> I just I just imagine you taking just like a long drag off of <laughs> <laughs> So lucky to be human. Your <laughs> <laughs> like, smoke and watch TV. Every time Nick feels bad about himself, just turn on National Geographic. Yeah. And be like, wow, look at those saps. Look at those you, sad, sorry sacks of flesh. Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that that's what uh, that's what Nick does when he goes to the zoo. Just like, look at these yeah. idiots. <laughs> Just walking around. This isn't a life. This isn't a life. <laughs> You're a rat in a maze. <laughs> and then a zoo worker walks over. Sir, you need to leave the rodent house, please. <laughs> um, but uh, getting back to the minute. Uh, oh, man. I don't know that there's more of a dick move in this movie than David calling Sean Pickle. Oh, that's but in his just to play devil's advocate for a second, he was technically hitting back at John calling him Daffs. Yeah, but the difference, I think the difference here is that the person who calls David Daffs isn't dead. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's very true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's... uh, Oh man, that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. Just sarcastically calling him the pet name that his mom has for him. Ugh, mm-hmm. yeah, awful, it's brutal. Um, uh, but yeah, this. Uh, I mean, this this argument. It's it's uh, you know, it makes it makes sense. Um, I like I understand you know the way that Liz the way that Liz breaks it up. Uh, you know, she she says like I understand what David is trying to say, <laughs> like it like it he she's yeah I mean he's not wrong it's just that he's doing it the worst possible way he's such an asshole. Um, I absolutely love the way that she breaks this whole thing up. Yes, she like takes control and she distracts them with yelling and then slaps the gun down at the right moment and like breaks the spell. Yeah. That everybody seems to be under. It's beautifully shot. And the music timing with it is just, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, and the, the music is something that's really interesting in this in this scene because it's like, it's sort of barely music. It's mostly yeah. just a crescendo of zombie moans. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a prime case of like, if you don't notice that it's doing its job. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Right. Um, you don't notice it's so loud until it cuts out. Right, absolutely. And you realize how much it was contributing to the tension. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like um, earlier in the movie, uh, you had that Sean and uh, Philip were sort of like arguing. And as they were arguing, the tea kettle was was winding up. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's 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 very similar to that sort of uh, uh, that that idea, I guess. But uh yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, and I love, I, I love Ed. I love Ed being pumped up by Sean and pumping Sean up at the same yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And, and the we're not using the Z word. Not having been present for the first time that Sean shuts down Ed for using the Z word. Has it been revealed over the course of you guys talking about this movie why? 
Sean does not like the word zombie. Well, no, he says he says it right after that because Ed, Ed, he's like, don't say that. Say what? The Z word. Why? And he and Sean says, because it's ridiculous. It's just that's it. That's the only reason. Uh, it's okay. just because like the I idea that, that zombies are real is ridiculous. It's a step don't too say far. that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just another case of Sean being in ultimate denial <laughs> yeah. faced with so much physical evidence. <laughs> yes, right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think now as we repeat the same the same sentence, the same lines, it's no longer in reference to the zombies as a whole. It's just in reference to his mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I also like that Ed's come around, that he is now fully on Sean's side. We don't use the Zed word. He corrects David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And we've had a lot of questions about uh, about David's profession. And and we, we settled a while ago um, that... He was a he was a lecturer, but yeah, now we have uh, we do have proof he is a lecturer. Although I think I have always thought, just watching the movie, you know, without subtitles or without the script handy, I I think I always thought he was a he he was like a ledgerer, like because they were calling <laughs> him a chartered accountant, and he corrected mm-hmm. them by saying I'm a ledgerer, which a ledger is like a. I don't know. <laughs> like a bookkeeper? Like a bookkeeper. Like a yeah. ledger? Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's what I always thought the joke was, was that he would, like, they call him a chartered accountant. He's like, I'm not a chartered accountant. I'm a ledgerer, which is... <laughs> which is the same thing. Yeah, basically the same thing. Um, and I but always thought that was the joke. he would be the person to correct that. Right, yes. right. Uh, that no, would have been pretty good. No, no, no. Apparently, he's a lecturer, uh, according mm-hmm. to the script. So... Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. And then I do like the subtlety of the the uh, you know David being a twat callback because David says I'm a lecturer and Sean says you're a twat. And then later, <laughs> after Liz calms everyone down, he she says even if he is being a twat, which, <laughs> which again just shows you kind of subtlety su- subtly that Liz is on Sean's side. Uh-huh. Yeah, and are, are on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, throughout this entire exchange, she has kind of remained neutral. She didn't pick up a weapon and mm-hmm. aim it at anybody. She's yelling at both sides to mm-hmm. knock it off and to calm down and stop being stupid. Uh, so it's nice to see that she does have a little bit of sway towards Sean's side, even though she mm-hmm. recognizes that everybody is, you know, being crazy. Yeah, sure. Moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, she was the arguably she was the one to lay Barbara down and like was was with her during her final moments. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I know. I, I think there's an alternate version of this where um, if this kept going, I think Liz could definitely have been like a you know another leader in the group, another yeah. like person of authority. I was yes. trying. I, the reason I was so pausy was I was trying to think of a Sean, uh, a Walking Dead metaphor, but I couldn't. I literally just couldn't think of like any people's names on that show. <laughs> it's like you know when uh, when the Southern guy died and that other Southern guy. Was like, Aren't they all Southern I'm, guys? I don't now know. I'm the leader. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'll admit I have not watched that show, despite the main character and I sharing a name. <laughs> You're not missing oh, nice. much. You're not missing much. Um, as, as we've talked about a lot on this show, you know, and actually I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. We have, 
we have dunked on Walking Dead a lot mm-hmm. during this show, and we've been running for like a few months now. I've yet to. Re- I keep thinking like I'm gonna hear from someone one of these days. Like, hey man, quit talking shit on my favorite show. I want to enjoy the pot, but like we haven't. So I can only, you know, take that. It's okay. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think there's anyone, even the people who still watch the show, that still think it's a good show. I think they're just watching it out of habit at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you've committed this far. You might as well go yeah. all the way. Yeah, right. and I'm, I'm not going to quit right before they do the awesome thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Been waiting three years for this. <laughs> Uh, so, so, uh, Rick and Julia, do you guys remember uh, when you saw this movie for the first time and what you thought of it? I know that Rick showed me this movie not that long ago, within the last three or four years, maybe. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm not a horror movie, zombie movie type of person. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really not my thing. Sure. Yeah. And so it took Rick convincing me, hey, we're going to watch this movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and even rewatching it the other day in preparation, I covered my eyes like for half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Julia shows her appreciation <laughs> for amazing special effects work by covering her eyes and turning away from the screen. <laughs> but I remember being so incredibly impressed with the comedy. Yeah. This movie really is something special. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually saw, what's the next one in the series? Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. I saw Hot Fuzz first. And I think you made me watch uh, Shaun of the Dead because I enjoyed Hot Fuzz so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of the first time that I saw Shaun of the Dead. My initial reaction is that I want to say that I watched it over at my buddy's cut. I want to wa- Wow, let me try saying that whole thing over again because I botched it hard. Um, I want to say that the first time I saw this movie, it was over at my buddy Kyle's house because he was the one that showed me all of the awesome movies because mm-hmm. he get his parents would get them on DVD real fast. But either I saw it in high school when it first came out or the year after or it was later on after that. But I remember I didn't see it in the theater. I watched it at home on a television yeah. And I mean, I've always liked this movie. Mm-hmm. It's never not been one that I enjoyed. And, mm-hmm. you know, double negatives aside, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good time for sure. <laughs> and I am not really in the same boat as Julia. I really enjoy well done effects work. And I've got to say, some of the, the body effects in this movie are just top notch. And I. Oh, yeah. Love how David goes out, because I'm pretty sure it's a callback to one of the Day of the Dead movies. Yeah. Or Dawn of the Dead movies. Yeah. There's someone else that goes out almost exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Day of the Dead is one I could rewatch. I really only seen it once. It was on TV. Yeah, I got to record with the Night of the Living Dead crew. Yeah, I was on that oh. show, too. Going over yeah. that movie. So, <clears throat> yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, I did not join him on that recording session. <laughs> nope. Uh, fair enough. This movie is as far as I go. With <laughs> hey, but it's a great zombie movie. That's the thing. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a great comedy and it's a great zombie movie. Yeah. Now, Julia, have I sat uh-huh. you down to watch the American zombie comedy movie? What's it called? It's called Zombieland. Oh, uh, with a... Uh... What's his face? Jesse Eisenberg. Woody Harrelson. 
With Jesse Eisenberg. Yep, Jesse yes. Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson. Emma I Stone. May, mm-hmm. um, we may have seen that in the theater together. Let's see. Yeah, because it did come out in 2009. So we might have gone, went to see it on like a date or something. That's right. Aww. We were dating in 2009, probably. Yeah, came out October That's the only reason to go to the movie so. theater is if you're dating someone. It's a good year to start dating, Odine. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cool stuff around then. Has Zombieland come up a lot in your conversation as you've been talking about you know, Shaun of the Dead? It's funny. Barely at all. It, yeah, it came up It came up quite often early on, like with our first handful of guests. And then uh-huh. no one's really brought it up until you just did. That uh. is another one that I, I haven't – I remember having such positive opinions about it walking out of the theater. And I haven't really seen it since, to be honest. And it, it, it really isn't because of – I still remember it fondly, but I would be interested to sit down and watch it again and see, you know, like The Hangover, you know, like a lot of comedies from back then, like if they if they hold up. I'll be mm-hmm. honest, my my problem with it has nothing to do with the movie itself. It's that the uh, uh, Amazon made a Zombieland TV pilot um, and I watched it and without at replying anyone at responding anyone. I watched it and just said the Zombieland pilot on Amazon is legitimately one of the worst pilots I've ever seen. (laughs) And the writer of the movie reached out and was like, that's okay. We don't need you to watch it. Oh! And I was like, okay, okay, one, I wasn't talking to you. So that's really weird that you yeah. felt the need yeah. to reach out and respond to me. Right. Yeah. Um and then I you know he he wrote the the TV pilot and he also wrote the movie and I at that point I haven't seen the movie since then cuz it just now I, every time I I think of the movie it just I think of that interaction with that guy. Right. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. that's a real shame because it you know it it it, it is a real it is a real crunch move to you know at the person of the thing you don't like, you know? Yeah. But it, it's also another thing to, you know, if you're a writer and, you know, and uh, granted, I haven't really been put in this position yet. But if you're just Googling yourself or yeah. just like <laughs> looking at your name on Twitter, that that's just asking for trouble. I think. Well, and he wasn't even looking yeah. at his name. He was oh, right, just yeah. looking Zombieland. for Zombie Land and Pilot or something. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us uh, for oh, these for intense us. minutes, guys. Yeah, you made it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. Thank for, you for having us. Thank you for not pointing a gun at my mom. Thank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we will. We will definitely have to have you guys back on for hot fuzz. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yes. When we, when if we cover that. There's one thing we love. It's <laughs> cops in leather dispensing <laughs> justice. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, all right. Cool. Well. Uh, yeah. We'll be. We'll be in touch for that. Uh, tell people one more time where they can find you in case for some reason they've forgotten. Certainly. Well, we are the hosts of the Mad Max Minute podcast. You can find us on our website, madmaxminute.com. That is where you can find all of our back episodes. And if you're looking for a good jumping in point just to get a flavor for the podcast, might I recommend Minute 20 featuring Scott Corelli. It aired on September 29th, 2017. So just click back through the archive and find that there. And you'll hear a familiar voice to get you acclimated to the format. If you are a Twitter person, you can find us at Mad Max Minute. If Facebook is more your speed, our listener page is called Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone. And of course, nice. we're on iTunes and Google Play and all of that. So we just have, we try to be accessible as much as we can. 
Very cool. And uh, you can check us out on uh, Patreon if you want to support us there. We uh, we have a little something special uh, cooking up. Uh, so we had had plans to cover Scott Pilgrim uh, and someone else kind of sniped it from us. Um, another, <laughs> another podcast. And, uh, and, and so, um, you know, not wanting to step on anyone's toes or, or overlap or whatever, uh, we decided that we're going to cover it, uh, but we're going to do it in weekly installments on our Patreon. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, if you want to hear what Nick and I think about Scott Pilgrim versus the world, uh, covering it in a similar format to this, but making it take a lot longer, like two years, I think is how long it'll take to get through it all. Um, a minute a week. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll be doing that on our Patreon uh, along with all of our other content. Uh, you just go to duelinggenre.com slash support and uh, become a, a Patreon member of $5 or more and you gain access to all of the bonus content we put up on Patreon, which will also include uh, that Scott Pilgrim uh, minute podcast. So, uh, you know, go check that out. See if it's uh, worth your while. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. But in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. <laughs>